welcome to our podcast. And when I say, I mean, this is your co-host, Adrian. And this is your other co-host, Austin. Uh, we are introducing our new name, when I, and when I say, I mean, and Austin, would you like to go into the sure. origins of that name? Um, mostly it's just something I say a lot, uh, because I, I often get, get out ahead of myself uh, with my thoughts, and then my words are something that I'm thinking, but that are, are then wrong, like completely wrong for the sentence that I'm currently in. Uh, so, the, apparently the quintessential example of this is, it's like two years, now three years ago, I was working in West Virginia, um, and I spent a lot of time watching Netflix because I did not spend a lot of time working. So, I was watching 30 Rock, um, and I was discussing it with you know my family, and I said, I don't really know how I feel about Thirty Rock. Um, I'm just—I'm really lukewarm about it. Like, I don't—I can't really get into it. I watched like five episodes of, and when I say five episodes, I mean seasons. And, <laughs> um, yeah, so that—that's—that's um, that's usually how it goes. I say something, and it's absolutely not what I mean to say at all. Um, I did eventually finish Thirty Rock. I still, I still know how I feel about it. Anyways, that could that can maybe be another another episode. Uh, but yeah, I just that's definitely my favorite example of it, and I think that we all, at least I have found myself saying things in that way. It's like, oh wait, I didn't actually mean that. I meant, I didn't mean last week. I meant last month, something like that. But anyways, um, so our plan for today, we're going to go through an article that Austin has sent me. Um, and if you know anything about Austin and I's conversations, usually Austin has way more knowledge about something that I do. He brings it to me and then I just kind of start talking about it before I actually know what I want to be saying. Um, and hopefully by the end of it, I figure out where I actually believe and, and what I actually mean. I think you're, you're a little misrepresenting that because you talk like you know exactly what's going on uh it's all about confidence so even though you don't you you usually don't know what you're talking about at all uh you present it as if you were an expert yes that is true and many people have thoughts on the correctness or whether or not that is being deceitful <laughs> um especially when you're you leading can... old women astray Yes, that's also probably another story. Um, but anyways, um, uh, yeah, so in classic classic fashion, I've only read the first, like, maybe quarter of this article. Um, so and I, we'll, I read we'll it all Austin. last week. So right, the, so we'll, we'll send it to Austin. The article is called Why We Need a 21st Century Martin Luther to Challenge the Church of Tech, um, published in The Guardian, written by... John Norton. Um, he sounds British enough, uh, which is good. The Guardian's published in uh, in Britain. Anyway, I thought this was fitting for Reformation Day. Happy 500-year anniversary. Yeah, ding, 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 ding. 
so my my initial thought was it seems to me that the author is misrepresenting Luther's intentions. He how I read it, he the, the author is saying Luther is trying to upset the church. Like he's trying to like stir things up and overthrow things. Which he, he kind of is, but he he doesn't want to like completely throw the church into turmoil as what I think this author eventually wants to do with the technology. Um, mm-hmm. Luther wasn't like an Augustine monk. He was very much part of the Catholic Church. Um, it and like respects the Catholic Church is why I think he wants it to be reformed because he thinks it's right. it's not what it should be. Um, which you know maybe where eventually where the the author gets with technology because they seem to be a with the internet since its inception. But I think the, the this article I think is much more intentionally provocative um, than Martin Luther intended. Right. Yeah. So it seemed like. So to me, and and maybe I'm wrong. Looking at what Martin Martin Luther is coming from, he's saying this is what these are essentially kind of what we don't see the church doing, or this is what what the church should be doing, and and you're kind of missing the mark here. Um, and so how I, how I look at it, going to technology, um, it seems like at least in the first section that I actually read, it seems like he's more like making it analogous to like idol, like making technology an idol as opposed to saying like technology is a good thing, but yet we're misrepresenting it or we're misusing it. We're not using it in how it's supposed to be used, but rather making it an idol. And therefore we need to kind of go against it. If it yeah. makes sense. Um, he refers to uh, the church of Technopoly, which is a reference to um, Neil Postman's book, Technopoly. Um, oh. which I have read. Uh, Neil Postman more famously wrote Amusing Ourselves to Death. Yeah. He's he's pretty, like, it's fair to say he's anti-technology. I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah. And I, like, I don't think that's where this author is coming from, but by by inviting that, um, I yeah, I agree. It's it's saying it's not it's not looking at for form. It's just it's a broad criticism, right? And and it seems like he he's coming at it like he he has two different kind of conflicting ideas here. I I don't think that he means we should get rid of social media, which I think is probably more of what he's talking about rather than technology as a whole. Yes. When we're talking about technology, I'm like, well, everything is technology, but he's more talking about internet and social media entertainment. Um, But he's, he's, is he calling for like reform within social media and and, and entertainment or is he calling for complete like abstinence and change of it? And so, and so it seems like he, he, 
he brings in two conflicting ideas, like you're saying, with the mm-hmm. Church of Techno- Technopoly or whatever, saying get rid of it, but rather bringing Martin Luther, and it's like, no, we need to reform it um, and change it into something that's actually beneficial as opposed to just... Uh, or And also in making it analogous to idol, um, an idol in our lives, like... Mm-hmm. That that is something that you need to get rid of, but that's not what Martin Luther was talking about. Yeah, and that, so he he like he eventually gets into the the strategy of how you should go about trying to take down a large authority structure like the Catholic Church. Which again, I just think this represents what Luther is trying to do. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Luther Luther's a, a savvy guy. And he wants what he says to be read, um, and uses the technology that he has available. Right. Wow! Um, and he, yeah, he translated the Bible into German, and like that's a huge part of the Reformation. But I, I'm just skeptical that his like the two-pronged attack that the author talks about for taking down large authorities um, would be something that Martin Luther is thinking about in that way. Um, yeah. What was what was the yeah. two-pronged attack so he he's says, talking about? He says you need to go after their ideology or theology in the case of the church and their revenue source. Um, hmm. so, uh, and like, yeah, indulgence is kind of a revenue source for the church at the time, but the church is huge. Right. They don't, like, they don't need indulgences to survive. No. Um, and yes, so like he does he does challenge the authority of the Pope, um, which is going after the theology of you know the right. the infallibility of the Pope. Um, but and I think I think that's more yeah I think it's more yeah indulgence is just kind of central to his thesis and how he's. He's opposing this theology as not a, a works-oriented model. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I don't think I don't think that his attack on the indulgences is purely to take down the church yeah. and its like revenue source. It's saying no, this is not truth. Like this yeah. is not what this is not theologically strong. Like I think that's the that's the motivation behind his his mm-hmm. attack on the indulgence is not just like okay we need to bring down this establishment so we need to cut out its revenue, right? Um, right. And, yeah. Like I'm just I don't think he wants to take down the church, right? <laughs> oh, not at all. Yeah. Like that that's that's definitely not his goal, mm-hmm. right? His goal is to and I don't even know, really know if his goal was to reform the church in the way that it ended up being reformed. I think it, that yeah. was his hope, maybe. But I don't think he even probably expected it to turn out the way he did. I think his his goal was probably say, "Look, this is what I have observed as to be truth, and like this is how it differs from what we see in the church today." Um, 
And so, like when I first, sorry, when I first read the article or read the title of the article, I was like, "Wow, this sounds really interesting," and started reading it. And I was, and I kind of got behind the idea of like, before, of course, before reading anything and knowing anything about what the article is talking about, but like yeah. getting behind, <laughs> getting behind the idea of saying like, "Let's reform how we deal with technology." Or, or, and especially in this case, social media, right? Uh, yeah, so I, absolutely, I, I'm a, I'm a much more radical, uh, radical technology reformation, if you will. Uh, where I think we should just, we like, we should just get rid of social media. Um, I think that's unlikely, but I yeah, but yeah. So I, I'm completely for reforming. Reforming social media, but I like he. I don't. Yeah, the the author presents himself later as the Martin Luther to do it, but I don't know. It just seems yeah, very different than uh, the actual Martin Luther. Right, and and so for me, like to think about reforming. How do you reform social media? Um, I, for, I, I think, like, I think social media to an extent is a good thing. Um, well, well, anyways, I'll say it's good. Because I think that there, he, as I'm skimming this, he talks a little bit about community and how, like, Facebook is not a community. Um, but I think that to some extent, there is an aspect of social media that does create, um, of some kind of community or at least an extended community. Um, and I think actually at this point, Facebook is doing the absolute worst. Um, if I look at, if I'm including like Twitter and Instagram and Facebook as the big three. Oh, I don't Twitter is a mess. I don't, yeah. Okay. That's that. I don't have any experience with Twitter. Um, so I guess I don't really know. Um, but so, okay. Well then, then Instagram, I guess is the only one that's doing any good. But but I think that like the Cedar or wow Facebook is in such a terrible spot right now where I scroll through my feed and all I just see is random posts um, and random videos and random articles that like have nothing to do with my friends' actual lives mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and and so which which is not hasn't always been the case there was a time where Facebook was like. Like actually showing me pictures of <laughs> and posts from my friends and what they were actually doing. Facebook has taken four countries as its guinea pigs to to change its newsfeed um, back to this. So there's now an explore tab in these countries where you see all of your liked pages um, content, unless you pay more money, and then it would show up in your your regular feed. Um, so I don't know if that's better. It's uh, destroying businesses. Yeah. Uh, as like so that that's what also makes me nervous about Facebook is that it's kind of an infrastructure for the U.S. or no for the internet. Mm-hmm. And who's in control? Right. Um, and we know Facebook runs experiments on its users. Like that's, every, everybody knows that they, they change right. 
what you see on your newsfeed and then try to measure how that affects your, your behavior. Mm-hmm. That's not something I want in my life. Um, I mean, doesn't doesn't YouTube do similar things as well? I don't want that in my life either. Right, I'm saying, like, that happens elsewhere, not just yeah, Facebook. Yeah, but, like, Facebook is a, a bigger... Facebook is bigger right. than YouTube. Um, so, it... Yeah, they talk about... He, he talks about the dream of the Internet is it's this democratizing force. But it's, it, it quickly became not that. He talks about that, which right. is why he wants this reform. But, like, Facebook is, is a weird... I think it's like I think it's a it's a nightmare. Like, oh, it is. They can they can change. Like, just imagine that your business is destroyed overnight, just by Facebook changing its algorithm. You you don't have any. Right. You can't control it. You you don't have any. There is no democratic means in which you can affect any change in that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and so I, f- I feel like what you're getting at is like, is it possible for Facebook to be reformed or social media to be reformed or is it just a cold turkey, just get rid of it or are you saying we're so integrated that we can't even cut it at this point, we kind of have to kind of deal with the monster yeah. that it is. But so that's, that's what I'm, I think it would, yeah, I think it would be best if we just got rid of everything. But, so many people have, I, like this. It just reminded me of the Matrix when we were talking about. It. So many people have like jacked in. Have you seen the Matrix? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So many people have like just integrated their lives into this network that mm-hmm. they can't get out without totally changing how they do business or right. like how they live their lives. Um, but I think to me. Social media has done like demonstrably bad things for our society. Yeah, I think I think though I think there is a possibility for reform if we're still kind of talking about this idea. Um, and the way I would see that is like people just stop posting videos and articles that don't have anything to do with their lives. Um, posting meaningful conversation, like, me- not even, they don't even really have to be meaningful posts, but just, like, something that has to do with your own thoughts instead of randomly posting these videos of, like, costume fails or whatever that I've been seeing today. It's like, like, this doesn't have, it's just something that you randomly saw. And so, in that case, like, you're still, you're not necessarily destroying businesses unless I'm thinking of different types of businesses than you are, um you're not necessarily destroying the infrastructure of the business, but you're rather changing what we see when we go onto our newsfeed. Well, I mean, and, and, and still using social media for social media, as opposed to just like social garbage is kind of how I see mm -hmm. it. Yeah. I like that. Unless your business relies on people sharing your content. Right. But, I mean, am I concerned about those businesses dying? Should I be? Is that terrible to say? People, are still, like, people still rely on them for a livelihood. 
Right. But if BuzzFeed has to, you know, doesn't do as well because I'm not clicking on their articles as much. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to be okay. <laughs> BuzzFeed occasionally does okay things. Occasionally, yes. Um, that's how we learned about the Steele dossier. So they received lots of criticism for publishing it. Fairly. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, it's... I mean, just what happens to everything happens to the internet, right? Just money takes over. Right. And yeah, I think the, the best way to reform the internet is subscription internet. Hmm. That that would change. That would change it, but it would. Yeah, it would change it in a lot of ways. I think it would do good things, and I think it would hurt some people because you lose access. Right. So, what do you mean by that? Flesh out that more. Sure. Um, so, a lot of the mainstream media outlets are, are subscription based. Um, like the the New York Times, for example, you have mm-hmm. ten free articles a month, and then you have to pay for it. Or YouTube Red, um, and that's a way for people who are content creators uh, or like news outlets or whatever to move away from advertising funded content, which I the ad model has just I think it's just led to a degradation in lots of things because hmm. um, I mean right it changes how you view people um, people are the products now um, hmm. and so yeah he talks about Luther knowing how to brand himself and I'm, I'm just repulsed by the idea of branding people just like everyone is so much more than a brand could ever be like why mm-hmm. would you why would you want to brand yourself you're you you're selling yourself short just by definition trying right. to trying to build a brand mm-hmm. and social media just fuels that idea right even Absolutely. even instagram even instagram which i am saying is the best social media out there everybody always says like everything you post on instagram is fake right you post your you post your best things you're you're creating this idea or brand rather of yourself mm-hmm. um that you're trying to present. What's interesting is then when you contrast that with Snapchat, right? Because everybody, you know, you've seen all those memes where it's like, this is what you look like on Instagram, but this is what you look like on Snapchat. Mm-hmm. Somehow, somehow the fact that the, the snaps don't last forever allows us to actually kind of be ourselves, which is a rather interesting, yeah. interesting idea. It, and not only like people building their own brand and like viewing people as products like it destroys privacy right mm-hmm. that's like that's the whole re- that's why we have people selling your information to people right. is because they they don't have any other way to make money and that's what they want to do um granted the government would spy on us I think no matter what we do 
Um, right. But by having a subscription-based site, you're less likely. You know, you're not going to sell. Right. The people who are are paying to be a part of what you're doing, you're not going to sell their information to some random third party. Um, mm-hmm. And like it's it's shocking how easy it is to buy people's user information. Yeah. Facebook has your birthday and your phone number and your email address. And that's like all you need to steal someone's identity. Right. Right. Great. Uh, Especially like, if you're using I, a Yahoo email address. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like everyone's identity who has ever used a Yahoo account has been stolen. Right. Like maybe only 90%. But that's like, that's but barely that's an exaggeration. Like 90% of how many millions of people? Right. So... I haven't even talked about Twitter, and I like I I, I really despise Twitter. Um, though I'm not a Twitter user, so I shouldn't throw too many stones. But it, its structure has been hijacked to make things as as like punchy and attention grabbing as they can be. Hmm. like it's marketing lends itself to that and Twitter is designed for that so it's just like this perfect coupling of it's just a, a disaster to my mind where yeah. you get people who are impulsively saying things that almost by definition can't be complex right because you only have so many characters. Right. And then you... I don't know if they still have a character limit or not. I think they increased it. I actually heard somebody talking about that they increased... Depending on the user, I think, increased it uh, to like 260 or something like that. multi-part tweets. So um, there surely is a chemical or a character limit. Right. But... And um, I was talking to our dad about this. Um in the light of scandals or uh, when we realize that someone's doing something wrong, it's just like Twitter becomes like a public stoning of whoever Mm. it is and everyone has to pick up a stone and throw it or people are, you know, oh, you know, why isn't this unrelated person why aren't they just publicly lambasting this this person? Yeah. And that's like that's a mess. Like why how can how can we expect to keep going when we we expect everyone to criticize anyone who steps out of line? And, and, and not only that it. Right, and not only that you're you're being you're almost like forced to, and and you're being yeah. influenced by it's like it, right? Self-defense. Like, it's like right. self-defensively attacking someone. Yeah, and and you don't realize how much you're influenced by like what other people not not even what other people, but like just what the crowd is doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, the crowd mentality and crowd mindset is so much like I would say worse now because of social media, right? We don't actually. We we have all this talk of like fake news and whatever, but like that is just so much 
fueled by like what we see on social media, right? Like, Mm -hmm. to be honest, I don't do a good job of finding information and like news outside of social media, right? Like, like the for me and probably like most of people in my age group, the only our our most major news source is like Facebook and Twitter, like. That is how we get our news. Yeah. And it's like, I, so how do... <laughs> go ahead. There's a... Uh, in some song by Andy Mineo. This is, so before the 2016 election, he says... Um, he's talking about Twitter and how it's so fast. The old media seems slow to us. That's why we go to Twitter mm-hmm. for information. And it's, it's so interesting now, after the 2016 election... Because that, like, that's so, it's, it's true. Um, right. But is that, is that a good thing? Right, exactly. Because if, I, if I'm only getting bits and pieces from news articles I'm not really clicking on, mm-hmm. like, how, how do I really know what's going on? For instance, today there was the incident in New York City. The, the reason I heard about it was because somebody posted something on Facebook and I saw. Right. And so that that triggered me to go figure out, okay, what is actually going on? Now, I think that there is some ad- some advantage to that, but when when my ideas of what is is right and wrong and how we respond to these things mm-hmm. is being influenced by the information I'm getting from these outlets, I think that is when it gets dangerous. Right. And uh just a really fascinating case happened two days ago and it's very fascinating in a like a media study sense because it's really just horrible and disgusting um but kevin spacey has been accused of um like sexually assaulting a 14 year old boy and Mm -hmm. the headline he so he also um came out as gay in his apology so the headline is either kevin spacey comes out as gay or Kevin Spacey alleged assaulting a 14-year-old boy. So, like, depending on where you see that, and if you only see the headline, that's, those, those are two just wildly different things. Right. I, I'm trying to look it up here. Um, and maybe this is something completely different, but I'm pretty sure there's a show out right now where a guy solves crimes by like posting the information on social media and like lets like other people like basically bring forth information and like bring it in to try to basically solve the crime by using the the mass uh the masses and i and i just look at that and i'm just like this is like a terrible premise like it's Wait, just like I think it's, yeah, it's a TV oh, show right now. I was trying to look it actually happened. No, 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 it's a TV show right now. I'm trying to look it up, um, but like the the hive mind, right? That has that's right. Surprisingly good at predicting things. Um, and so um, but anyways, I was just thinking about it. it's like. Why are we, like, not only do we, basically this show is, like, glorifying this idea of, like, 
the best information and the truth is really in the is in the social media it's in like the popular decision almost and to me it's just like no this is like just destroying like it, it's it's not only destroying truth but it's destroying like individuality right like yeah. Yeah. it's like <laughs> i i don't want to be completely influenced and have my thoughts completely changed and altered just to fit what i see is like trending right on on facebook and twitter and so he talks about like the democratization of information which i, I think is really interesting um mm-hmm. is it good to democratize information i think the assumption is yes because democracy is assumed to be good um but i like it i, I think it leads to a lot of misunderstanding more often than not like that's why we have experts right mm-hmm, exactly it's, and yeah people can take advantage of mediating information but the reason we have experts is so that they can mediate information that you wouldn't un- otherwise be able to understand mm-hmm so I don't know. Can can we reform social media? Yeah, I think that's the that's kind of the question we need to. Because I, I think everyone come to an answer to. It's weird. Um, I think everyone would agree that things about the internet should change, but everyone's mm-hmm. they're just very complacent to the thing. Right. Like there was a a news story that I heard where Facebook was denying that it uses its app to listen to your voice and then give you ads based mm-hmm. on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And, like, if that was... If it was true that they're doing that, I'm completely unfazed by that. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be shocking to me at all. Um, and I... That's a very strange place to be. Right. Yeah, because, like, I already assume that anyone has access to anything that I have all the time if they want it. Right. So, yeah, I think we should reform social media. I think we should get rid of social media. Yeah. But I don't I don't think it'll happen. Do you think cuz I like so people yeah. I think people already know the points that he's making. Mhm. People I guess people are becoming more aware of some of the intrinsic biases to things like Facebook and Twitter. But has anything changed? No. Since the more the more we learn about social media and uh, the more we learn about what the government is doing spying on us has what mm-hmm. what's changed right and so I guess my question is and I, I think yeah I don't know I don't know where you're standing on this but so my question is there needs to be some reform or I guess my my statement is there needs to be some reform but what is going to drive that reform? as I think what, what kind of he's are the article's yeah. getting at 
and and I think what what we're trying to get at too is like okay, is it going to? Because honestly, I could see I could see Facebook just kind of dying off. To be honest, um, um, I don't know. In some ways, I can. In other ways, I it's. But what would be interesting to know is like what are are the younger generation so like those in like middle school like right now are they getting facebook i Um, I have no idea and to be honest like if they if they aren't getting into facebook which i don't see why they would right like what what does facebook offer them that they can't have through other social medias um yeah and so and so if if it just ends up stopping um I think eventually it could possibly well but it's got you still have you it's still got have billions us. of users. Right, exactly. Anyways, that's not my point. So my point or my question was does the ref, does the reformation of social media come from its users or does it come from the government? Um I th- I think that's essentially what it kind of comes down to. I I think it has to come from the users. Um I think the only yeah, the only way things are going to change is if people stop making money, uh, mm-hmm. which is yeah. What and I think is that that's what makes things different than the real reformation, because in the real reformation, theology had stakes, and right. to me, the only stakes in the internet is money. Mm-hmm. So I think, I think the only way to change what's happening right now is money, and that the, the best model we have is subscription based. Yeah, and how we get there, I think the first step is just could be just not even using social media. To be honest, mm-hmm. right? If if I'm if I'm not using social media then I'm not essentially not giving them my money by ads or whatever, however else they get my money from it. And it's, so it's, we're not going to get to that subscription based system. I don't think until we start seeing users stop using what they have now because, and, and for any number of reasons, right. For me, I would stop using Facebook because I don't get anything from it. Right. 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 There is there is very minimal things that I you get out of it that I couldn't go to a different outlet and actually get more from it, um, or, or get get the things I want from a different me- social media outlet. Um, or you just say, "Hey, Facebook," or some users are going to be like, "Hey, Facebook is is accessing way too much of my information. Is doing things I don't like. I'm just going to stop using it." Right. Um, and then there's other things too. I'm sure that other people, other users, could get at. So I think much that exactly, and as what he's talking about here, mm-hmm. and and so I think that is where it's going to derive from. I think any any reform is going to come from a lack of new users and b current users realizing this isn't any use to me. Yeah, and and it's in, and it's an evasion of my privacy. That's what's going to cause the reform, and and honestly, it might not even reform it. It's it's just going to end up just dying. Bueno, uh, but yeah, and I I think we have to get over FOMO, um, mm-hmm. which is just a 
it's just it's a weird phenomenon. Uh, it's fear very, of missing out, by the way. Yeah, it's a very it's a very natural response mm-hmm. um, to everyone putting their lives available for everyone to see. Your you, uh, and not even their lives, their best lives. Right. That you feel like you're you're not experiencing that same thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, and, I think and we it, just have to, to to be to sound like a just a very old man. I'm gonna I'm gonna That's okay. I'm gonna go with like what Neil Putman says in Bowling Alone. We need to we need to get back to our our civil communities, our just the organizations where you get real communities who what he says about Facebook Facebook's not a community. It's mm-hmm. it's people that you don't have to you don't have to deal with. People that right. don't disagree with you, or if they do, you can get rid of them. Mm-hmm. That's that's not what real communities are like. Um, right. And when you start doing things with other people, I think that that helps mitigate FOMO. Right, for sure. Like actually, actually, be living where you are. Like I, it, it's I'm I was struck by, or when you were talking about, it, I was thinking about. Um, our youngest brother, Zach, goes to Penn State, and he says, like, he goes into class, and before class starts, nobody talks to anybody. You just sit mm-hmm. there on your phone, and you're just looking at it. And and so I, I look at school, big schools, right, where you have thousands, tens of thousands of students on campus, yet it's so hard to actually meet people. Um, and I think it's because we're all stuck in our fake communities that are our cell phones and social media as opposed to just talking to the person who's sitting next to us i don't i I don't know i think it it enables us to not be uncomfortable and i I, not it's not that yeah we're not just stuck in things we use social media or whatever to avoid avoid Things we don't want to see, things we don't want to deal with, um, mm-hmm. and it's being uncomfortable is how you grow. Uncomfortable, <laughs> yeah. So I, don't, I don't know if we got anywhere. I, th- I mean, I think so, right? I think that what we're getting at here at the end, I think you and I would both feel fairly strongly about, right? It's, it's not about. Yeah, it, it's getting over the fear of missing out and getting over the uncomfortableness that is of interacting with people. How do we get to a place in this world that we're uncomfortable with interacting with people? Well, people I mean, not even people are weird. So, right, but like, yes, you're going to run into people that have different like thoughts and things than you. But like, it doesn't stop you from just like having a just talking to somebody at the coffee shop that you're going to, or like talking to the lady at the grocery store like i don't know like to me it's like th- there's not a lot of <laughs> risk so involved old. there i i am an old person and i'm okay with that but like what's the risk in just talking to the lady who's like scanning your groceries about coffee like the other day i was just talking to this lady about coffee right um that's not an uncomfortable conversation you might think but it's espresso is better than um, well, she did. She did tell me that what I was ordering wasn't Americana. the best. Co- buying wasn't the best coffee. But but like, I don't know. I think that's the point, right? Like, 
if you're if if even if you're not at a point where you're sick of social media, I think that like this article does a good job of of kind of portraying like how much time we spent on mm-hmm. spend on social media and like so like think about what what is social media to you? How much do you use it in a day? And think about like how much is changing how you interact with people and how you think about things. Um, and then my thought is like, if that is something that's discouraging to you, like take a step back and talk to people in real life. Don't just stick on your phone, but rather like if you're hanging out with people, just put your phone away. Or even if you're not hanging out with people, just, just leave your phone at home. You're probably going to feel like you're going to die, but like you can go a few hours without your phone. Like realize if you're lying on social media, everyone else probably is too. Yeah. So I I don't know. I promo is weird. Yeah. I mean, it's like, and everyone knows everyone else is lying on social media. Right. Right. Maybe I just don't understand promo. Possible. Maybe maybe we're just old people and don't yeah, understand. Yeah, we are just griping about the hip <laughs> new technology. So, uh, yeah, that's, Anyways, that's definitely possible. It is possible, but I, I yeah, I think it is a prevalent issue. It's becoming it's becoming a larger issue. Mm-hmm. I think. Um, at least I hope so. So, challenge your friends. Be Martin Luther. Be Martin Luther in the way that you see... No, see, this is how we be Martin Luther, and, right? And reforming. Right. So, in, in ref, it's more... It's not even reforming find what technology the, or find social media. And stick to it. And, and it's like... It's more of like reforming relationships, I think, right? Mm. Because, like, we think that our social media outlets actually are true relationships, which is completely, like, false. Um, it's not completely false, but, like... yeah. Like I, I, I feel bad for the people who do like only can find a community online, and there are people like that, and they get value right. out of that. Um, but I think there's a lot of people who don't. But people that do that are actually they're genuine relationships, right? Yeah. Me yeah. scrolling through Facebook and just seeing posts is not a genuine relationship. Yeah, and so what true. I was saying is like. Martin Luther is talking about he's he's looking at something in this case I'm going to look at relationships and say this is what it could be right I think we we mm-hmm. we kind of have this idea of what relationships could be and 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 what Martin Luther was doing with the church he's saying this is not what relationships should be as we look at like social media mm-hmm. This is this is what it is. I think I think that would be a better thesis, ninety five theses for this author to be talking about. Is not is not necessarily getting at church, but or like or the church of technology or whatever, but looking at how do we view our relationships um, and trying to reform that. No, um, so it's easy to write ninety five things about specific technology things, right? And I don't think we need to actually come up with ninety five things. I think like. Yeah. That's just a, yeah. that's just a model. So anyways, let's wrap this up. Go talk to the lady at the grocery store. Leave your phone at home. Any thoughts, Austin? Or let your phone Final die. Thoughts? It's it's freeing. 
I do it all the time. (laughs) Your phone is the worst, so that doesn't really count. But yeah, like, you you think you're going to go crazy, but you're not actually going to die because people used to do it for years. Like, actually, for a majority of all the first Yeah, like millennia. Mm Mm-hmm. So, well, this is getting pretty long, so we should wrap it up. So, you don't have to agree with us, but I think that you should. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, feel free to disagree with us. Consider it. Yeah, okay, consider it. Even if you don't agree with us. Give us give us the benefit of the doubt. Try try to try to understand why we cranky oldsters would think that way. And we're not actually old people, right? We're in our twenties. We just sound like <laughs> we just sound like we're old because we're talking about the terribleness of social media and talking to old ladies. So yeah, you can at least kind of trust us because we are younger. Well, I, I meant like, not like trust us in the fact that we know what we're talking about because we're wise, but we t- trust us in that. Street we, exactly, exactly. We're not. We're not just coming at it. We're coming at it from the inside. All right. So great. This has been. And when I say, I mean, I don't think either of us said that though. So. I don't think so either. But that's okay. Maybe it'll come up in a later episode. We're going to try to get these out every week, but uh, we're both busy and, like, have jobs and stuff. So, Austin has classes. I got work. And we have lives outside of, you know, just randomly recording hour-long podcasts on yeah. social media. So, um, give us grace if we don't, uh, we don't actually get this out there. But like we said last time, I'm having fun. I had, just chatting yeah, had fun. even if nobody listens to this um, so we're going to keep rolling thanks for joining us if you did alright see you next week 